You're on with the mic master. This is the marriage scam. The oldest scam that has been running since the dawn of mankind. A scam where man has been duped into signing a contractual agreement with his betrothed or beloved, then he's dragged into the castration court. Yes, folks, it's 2020. We finally are here and we are back. We are back with nothing but the truth, the whole truth, and it's the cold, hard reality. Yes, folks, if you're listening for a program that's going to make you feel good, this is not the program to be listening to. If you're listening to a program that will systematically tell you and explain the truth about relationship, how it works, what to expect when it's been ended, and how the other party probably with a high possibility will behave when you're dragged into the castration court. Yes, brothers. Yes, sisters. This is the program that you need to be listening to. This is not a misogynistic program. It's a program that you have to allow yourself to embrace the cold, hard truth. Facts, not fiction, reality. Today we have a special guest I've been promising from last year. I guessed he finally made it into the studio. So we will be discussing, as you know, the marriage scam. So today we want to welcome my brother, my friend. As I said, um, we have been expecting him to join us with this wonderful podcast here just for a few minutes to explain about the marriage and his perspective of marriage, what he believes and what he sees that's happening because he's been around a while. So let's welcome our special ghost on the program today. How are you doing, Mr. Ghost? How are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. I want to welcome this you know, new year in for everybody. And may the best be upon you. Uh, I say may you realize your potential, uh, whether it be as an individual or with someone. May you be able to let all bitterness go and move forward. Because it's like a ship that's either going to sink or it's going to sail. Sometimes you got a captain on there. Sometimes you got hands on there to help you. But regardless, you still got to keep going forward. Well, Mr. Ghost, well, today we want to get just a brief because as our show is kept short and juicy and spicy. And thanks to all of you guys that has been writing and reaching out emails and even on the Facebook for thanking me for this program and you know, just expressing how much it has helped you. Well, we're with Ghost here, and we're trying to, what do you see marriage as now, Ghost? Like, why would, what is the benefit for, let's say, anyone, a millennium or a Generation X, or even yourself, would get married with knowing what marriage brings now? Why would you say would someone get married now? What's the benefit for a man, a male? Well, on the way you put that, it's too general. I would say that what I've learned is if you're not marrying for love, don't, don't get married. If you're married because you want a tax break, don't get married. If you're married because you just want to be with someone, don't get married. If it's not about love, don't do it. Sir, he said don't get married, but as um, 
we have already um, explored the definition of love. Um, Mr. Ghost has not been listening to the program, uh, but let's ask him what is his definition of love in a real quick um, couple of sentences. What is your dis definition of this love? Well, it's someone that you care enough about that you want to be with for the rest of your life. You want to work with them. You want to grow together uh, on a journey so that whatever life throws at you, the two of you can battle it together, whether it be sickness or poverty or whatever the situation that you're in it together. And, and, and I say this because I know of someone that's like that. This woman left her husband and lived with him and they lived in the car and I thought they were crazy. But here we are 30 years later and they're still together. So I'm like, whatever they found in each other to balance each other out, that must be love, you know? So you're saying it sounds like love and I am inviting you guys to participate in this. Send me um, your comments, email. You have my um, Facebook to comment on this one. If you don't, it's John Lou at Facebook. Go ahead and I gave out my email already, which is marc54 at aol.com. Email me on this program and tell me what you think Mr. Ghost's um, thoughts about marriage. Because it seems to me that the idea of marriage is a partnership. You're getting a partner for the rest of your life that will be there in the bad times and the good times. So it's like a partnership. So for the Mike Master, I do, as you guys know, I don't believe that you can physically spend your life with one human being for the rest of your life, nor should you be tied into doing so. You should have a choice. If you want, if that's your flavor and you like doing that, then go ahead. But the Mike Master, and I sure most of you guys if you're with somebody over a period of time, for me, personal experience, I get tired of that person and I have to put up with the attitude of that person and all the good and all the bad. Now, let's hear what, as we know, love is a feeling as the dictionary incur. So let me, let, let go. So what do you think? Do you think love is a, a thing of, of, of a partnership is a team? You know, there's, there's no I in team, but there is a me. And when you solely focus on yourself, well, then you're automatically cutting that person out. You don't feel like one man, you know, could be with one woman for one long period of time. Well, you're out of the equation right off the, off the bat. Okay, because these are for people that want to be together and to be with someone and make a union. You're talking about for a short period of time. So you don't have any long-term goals with the relationship to begin with. So then when it goes sour, you find your reason, then you bark on that reason right there. But from the very beginning, you're already setting yourself up to fail because you see these old couples, man, it's been together 50 and 60 years. There's gotta be a formula to how they can make that work. Whereas the average span of the seven-year itch is now five years. <laughs> so you, you, you get what I'm saying because it's all the me, 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 me. So this is a baby boomer who has seen this span. However, he's been gracious by saying five years. Most marriage would be, I dare to say, it lasts a year 
and that would be given a lot more than it deserved. Most are only six months. A matter of fact, I remember the shortest marriage that was highly publicized, you can read about it on the internet, was with Dennis Rodman and Carmen Electra. That was the shortest marriage. If anyone out there knows of any shorter. That's Hollywood. That was showmanship. That was on there. She wanted some real stuff, and he probably couldn't provide it. And after the publicity uh, uh, ran out, that relationship was over. I mean, How long did that last? The marriage was know, 24 man. hours. You don't even hear. You don't even hear Dennis's, Dennis Rodman's name coming up on, uh, anymore. And you don't hear hers. No, I'm just okay. saying the shortest marriage that I know of. If any one of you, my listeners, know of any shorter marriage, because I believe that it was only 24 hours that marriage lasted. R. Kelly and Alea. How long did that one last? Long enough to get it annulled. <laughs> no, but did, was it for 24 hours? I, I think it was. I think it was longer than 24 hours. So he, the shortest he marriage. Had to hit it. Okay, so the shortest marriage that I've known is 24 hours. I believe 24 to 48 hours, that's how long that marriage lasts. Any one of my listeners have any information on that, please let me know if I'm correct or incorrect. But as I said, the Mike Master do not believe that you should tie yourself down to any one person. And I'm old enough to make a decision for kids? myself. What about kids? What about when you have a family? I mean, if you're single and you guys don't produce any, any offspring... Yeah, I could see that. And then you can go your separate ways that was up on there. But once you have offspring, that locks that locks your union. You got to work it out. Just, you try to work it out. Don't be a sucker, but you, you, you want to try to work things out. You know, that's where I, I differ. Now, for my listeners, do you hear between the lines what Mr. Ghost is saying? And I totally disagree, but we have to disagree to agree. He's saying that if you have kids, you should try and work it out. Now, for the Mike Master, I would say if you have kids and you're in a bad relationship, the kids have to live their life. Do not live your life through your kids. End that relationship and move on. I, I disagree because kids don't know any better. They only go by what they see. They see a mother and a father together and then they don't. So you're telling them, you, how, how do you go on with your life when you're used to having both parents there and all of a sudden you don't, that other half, either is with the one or the other. Then you see them bringing other people, and that's their security. You know, uh, does, a, does the, the, the ego leave the, the, the female ego? I mean, when they, they, they stay together until the young is born. What I'm saying to you is if you look at the course of nature, tigers is what I meant to say, uh, that are solitary animals. Most animals through the course of, 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 of nature, they raise their young to a certain point. One goes out and hunts and brings the, the food back to the nest or whatever the situation where they do packs. Well, as we're seeing, time is moving um, real fast, so we're going to have a part two on this. But however, before we go, I just want to be crystal clear you're saying most animals stay with the pack because of the kids. So you're relating that a human being should follow the rod of an animal to stay in a bad relationship? We're no, we're supposed to. How, did, how do they know it's a bad relationship? We're supposed to be the higher species, uh, but we're very selfish individuals. Okay. okay, either you want something and your partner doesn't, it splits your unit. What are the, what are the main reasons for uh, divorce? In this country, 
infidelity or financial duress. Okay, infidelity, you can't keep your stuff in your pants or you can't keep your legs closed. Financial duress, you don't wanna work, you just got bills coming up or something, or that person, you buy a bigger house, you can't afford the mortgage, you understand? Or the one spouse gets sick all of a sudden, so instead of condensing, you know, you end up having financial problems that was up on there, or, or, or mental anxieties and things like that. There are all those things you should know about your spouse before you move into, before you, you solidify that relationship. But men usually thinking about their dicks because whoever's the best sex that they have, that's usually the person they want to marry. Women, they try to think about security, what they can get out of it. He's absolutely right. We have discussed this many times, as he said, the security. Women marry for security and for what they can get out of it. Male married for sex. And this is where I'm telling you guys, do not marry for sex. Do not marry for looks. I agree. Do not marry for looks. Looks don't last. I sex agree. don't last. I agree. If you marry for those things, you're in trouble. And you know the Mike Master saying, I know my counterpart here does not agree with me. You would be better off walking in front of any fast-moving vehicle or jumping from any high-rise building without any parachute before you sign that contractual agreement. Why I say if this... If you just want sex... Not only not well, I agree with you. I agree. I, it's, I'm, it's it's done. It's over. You can. But if you I want am, to be cuddled and all that other stuff. You can get that. You, 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 oh, you, you, you get what I'm saying. Whoa, 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 whoa. saying you you guys, can get that from a relationship. I, I, no, you can get that from a relationship, but you're gonna pay the price. I said, if you yeah. get a hooker, you know, I just want to cuddle. You know, get it up. Get your emotional finger out your mouth. Your mouth blanket that, and move on with your life. Marriage is about sharing. Marriage is a commitment, a contractual agreement between your wife, you, and the state. Why, if you have a good relationship, in our next podcast, we'll pick this up, why should you damage that to go get married to invite the state? If you are in a relationship and you need security, I don't think you should be in that relationship. Well, what did the slaves do? They didn't. They didn't have any security when they got married. They just jumped the broom. And the, and the, and, and the and marriage lasted for a stayed, long time. They stayed together, right? Because it because there was no financial the, payoff, uh, right? But It was sec uh, a state and, and, and a religion and state. They were two separate things. Nowadays, I happen to agree there are some bitter divorces out there mm -hmm. because when you realize how both individuals are selfish and who suffers the children, the union between the two of them, have your DNA and have their D uh, her DNA or vice versa, Those that's why the children suffer. And that's why, and I'm spiritual, and God says that, that the parties, if they do for anything other than the infidelity portion of it, the children are going to suffer the yoke. And okay. they're the ones that suffer because their home is ripped apart. And each parent, you know, you go from, from can't stand uh, being apart to can't stand being together. Okay, so in conclusion, let's ask the final question. Um, so do you think in 2020, marriage between a male 
and a female or a male and a male or a female ew, and a female. Ew, ew. It, I know you're old school, but it, do you believe that marriage is a contractual agreement? Marriage is supposed to be of God. No, no, what it's supposed to be and what it is. The question again is, do you believe in 2020 marriage is a contractual agreement? Yes. You do believe that? I believe that. So do you believe, do you see any benefits for a male going into that contractual agreement? Like I said, what are you marrying her for? If it's for anything other than love, no. If I agree. You wanna, if you want, you just want to get your groove on and have somebody to, so you could go somewhere with your friend. Anything outside of just love, you know. And and those people that get married three and four times. I mean, the wedding, the <laughs> wedding, the wedding. You know, it's all about the wedding and planning for this big ass twenty thousand dollar wedding. You know, the bride, all these people, you ain't never going to see again. You understand what I'm saying? They come eat your shit, drink your liquor, and then when you get split up, yeah, I told you, he wasn't no good. Oh, shit, was oh, yeah. a slight. You know, it just... I totally agree with my know. brother here, Ab. I think we're saying the same thing now. I think he's finally coming around. No, I think I'm trying to still open your eyes and let you see that it is an individual. Well, and he said he's based on an individual, so he's still... Selfishness. Well, well, folks, um, we have come to the end of this podcast, and we will do another one. Hopefully, we can get Mr. Ghost out here sooner and later. So thanks again for listening to the Marriage Cam. I am your host with the most information. There have never been none like me, and there will be none after me. So, I, <laughs> so once again, folks, um, we are in agreement about the Marriage Cam, and he does see the benefits in 2020. Over our next program, we will see how the female react when she, when you tell her no, you don't want to marry, and you tell her no, it's over. We're going to take a look into that. Stay tuned for more exciting podcasts coming up for 2020. <laughs>